Welcome, welcome, welcome to the art of idiocy. The art of idiocy. The art of idiocy. The art of idiocy. That's right, coming to you directly from Scorpion Ranch, located in Tacoma, Texas, a lawless little town right outside of Austin. Here we are with the art of idiocy. Hey, welcome, 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 welcome to another podcast of the art of idiocy. Uh, if you couldn't figure that out from the uh, from the intro there, it's uh, for anybody who has uh, been here before. Thank you so much for coming here. Anybody who is coming here for the first time, here's what's going on. I have written a couple books. One's the art of idiocy, and the other is the art of idiocy. Er, and their stories might be being a complete idiot growing up. And bottom line is, uh, my pain, your gain. And what I do is I pick one of the stories out there. I don't read over it. I actually try to think about it through the week and do sort of a live version of it here for you. Words and all there. Somebody asked if I edited this, and I was like, uh, I'm really too lazy to do that, so that's why I don't. All right. So this week, what we're going to talk about here is the story about temp work. And I don't know, show of hands out there, anybody out there ever done temp work? Yeah, that's a, that's a, a pretty scary proposition there. I've done a lot of temp work in my life. Whenever I've mentioned it to some people, they kind of go, wow, that sounds exciting. I'm like, yeah, man, that's exciting. Like hitchhiking is exciting. And it's about the same as hitchhiking because it's something you do as a last ditch effort if you ever had to do it. Like I say, hitchhiking is like your car's broken down and you're out in the middle of nowhere, so you kind of put your thumb out there and just, all right, I'm going to have to do this. And at first you start thinking great thoughts, like, all right, man, maybe, I don't know, maybe a car full of cheerleaders will come pick me up, give me some side boob or something, or, or you know, maybe like a kit from Knight Rider comes up with a drunk Hasselhoff behind the wheel offering you some drink. Or maybe it's some old rich couple that comes up and they want to give you all their money. That's what you're thinking about, man. And then and then you spot that, you know, this car off in the distance and you're like, oh, man, you're getting all excited. And then the closer it gets when it gets up there, you, you realize all of a sudden like, uh-oh, there's no cheerleader, no side boob, no drunken Hasselhoff, no rich people. No, no, no. It's some little rusted out van coming up there with some freaking carnies driving it that are snorting biker crank off each other's dick. And on the side back of the bumper, there's a little bumper sticker that says, ask gas or grass. No one rides for free. That sliding door opens up and you get in and you're kind of going, man, I uh, I hope that uh, bumper stickers all show a no go because I ain't got no money. I ain't got no kind, bud. When that door shuts, the only thought going through your head is like, I hope I don't scream like a little bitch. That is what temp work is like right there, my friends. So if you can avoid it, do. So let me tell you here the worst temp story or temp job I ever had, the story of the worst temp job I ever had. I've had a lot of bad ones, but this is the the worst one. Is one time uh, on a Friday at 10 o'clock in the morning, I get a phone call for a temp job that I need to be at this job at 1 o'clock so that I can learn this lady's whole entire job that afternoon because that is her last day. I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, uh, that's that's the way it usually works is that the hardest you've ever worked 
is the last four hours that you're going to be at a job. That's when you're going to really start really sprinting towards the finish line, really concentrating and talking to people. So I'm sitting there thinking, man, I'm not going to do this friggin' job. And then I looked at my bank account and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll be there at one o'clock. No problem. All right. So I get there at one and the person that I'm supposed to replace is not there, but I meet her boss. And I walk in and this dude's a trip. He's sitting there eating. He's eating lunch uh, there, eating through lunch. And he starts talking to me, tell me about how he eats lunch through lunch every day. Because he works here all the time. He works all the time, does all this stuff. That he's been there for five years. And in that five years, he's been through three marriages. But, as he tells me, he still has his job. So the important things are still in his life. And then he wraps his knuckle on the the desk and then points at me. And holds his gaze where I'm kind of like, all right, whatever. But holds it to where, like, obviously he wants an acknowledgement. So I'm looking, I'm like, okay. He goes, all right, that's what I told you. He goes, uh, he starts going through all this crap. He goes, you know what? I see a lot of me in you. That's what I see. And I'm sitting there thinking, is this some sort of weird come on to me? <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm just, I just want the temp job. That's all I want, man. But he's sitting there kind of talking along. And then all of a sudden I hear some ruckus behind, behind his office. And he goes, oh, oh, Tammy, Tammy's coming in here. And he yells out, hey, Tammy, come on in here. Tammy, come in here. And I kind of turn around, and all I see is a girl just sitting down at her desk. The back of her is what I see. She doesn't come in there. He looks at me and goes, hey, well, why just go on out there? And Tammy will tell you what to do. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I go out there, and I go, hey, Tammy, I'm, uh, I'm Brian of the Temp. I'm going to be uh, doing your job. And she turns around, and I immediately knew she was drunk. Uh, uh, and not, not kind of drunk. I mean, fish face drunk. And I know this uh, because... One, how she looked, but two is uh, she told me that. She looked right at me. She goes, I am drunk. And then I'm thinking, not on beer. And then she goes, on tequila. And then I'm like, all right. And I look up, and if that wasn't enough, if that actual statement wasn't enough to make me believe that she was drunk on tequila, on top of her head was a little tiny sombrero with Cuervo stitched on it. And I'm looking at that little, that little hat, and she notices it. And she goes, oh, oh, you see my hat? You like that? Yeah, well, I, I got that for doing three shots in a row and not puking. That's right. I got that. Didn't cost me nothing. I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, other than uh, your uh, dignity, probably. That's about it right there. But then there's a girl right next to us that has on, like, bandages all wrapped around her arms and legs and has on braces. And she and she would say everything that Tammy would say. She looked, she goes, it's true, it's true. We went out there, she drank the three shots and she didn't, it didn't cost her anything. They had this lisp and would just sit there and just like mimic along everything. I'm like, oh man, I don't know what the hell's going on here. So I was like, hey, Tammy, I'm just trying to learn the job. She goes, all right, I'll, I'll teach you here. And so Tammy starts trying to go through her drunken slurred way of telling me how to do her job. And every time she would tell me to do something, uh, that boss, that weirdo boss would yell out, hey, Tammy, you tell him how to do this. And, hey, Tammy, you tell him how to do this. And she'd be going, yeah, I tell him how to do this. Yeah, I tell him how to do that. And then finally, he gets to this one point about transferring some money around. She's talking about it. He goes, hey, Tammy, did you tell him at the end of the day I have to transfer that money over to the to the major account? She goes, 
yeah, I told him that. And, and, and I'm writing all these notes down in a book, right? You know, I'm writing everything down. And she goes, yeah, I told him that. Shithead. And I'm like, oh, my God. And she looked at me and said, and she looked at me and she goes, so did you get that? And I go, yeah, yeah, I have to transfer all the money to a uh, to a big uh, to the big account there. She goes, no, no, not that. That guy is a shithead. Write that down in your book, okay? S H I. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Capital S H I. And about the time that girl to our left types in, she goes, "It's true. It's true. He really is a shithead. He really is a shithead." I'm sitting there going, "What have I got myself into?" And so Tammy finishes up. She goes, now what we got to do is we take all these reports and we got to go give them to all these people. So we get up with these like five or six reports and she starts walking through this area and goes, you give him one and you give her one. And she's whipping these these reports like ninja death stars, man, just whipping them at these people. And they're all freaked out and cowering back. You know, and I'm running behind them going, hey, I'm Brian. I'm the temp. I'll be taking over Tammy's job. I'm the Brian. I'm the temp. I'll be taking over Tammy's job. And they're just like scared to death. I mean, obviously, this happens every friggin' day. So we go through everything, and all these people, and then we get to this one office. We walk in. There's a guy sitting in there, and it's, he's got his office. He's got a glamour shot of his picture, uh, glamour shot of his wife up there and all this stuff. And and Tammy walks in, and she goes, and you give this guy one. And then she, you know, does, and then, and then to Death Star at him. But then she did that 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 sort of drunken kind of, you know, burp, catch your breath sort of thing. She's like, and, and, and that's all you give him. And then she, there was this uncomfortable pause where you just, you just know that this isn't going to be good following up. And she looks at me and she goes, and that's all you give him because I gave him two years of my life. But would he leave his skanky ass wife for me? Hell no. I am freaking out. And then she stops and she goes, so fuck him. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait. Better yet, don't fuck him. And then she turns around, and in a drunker stupor, she smashes into the door sill, bounces off the door sill, and just goes kind of wobbling down down the hallway. And I'm watching her, and that dude's watching her. And we're sitting there, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I turn back around to look at this guy. I go, hey, uh, hey man, I'm, I'm Brian. I'm the temp. I'll be, I'll be taking over uh, Tammy's job. And then I looked at him for a minute, and I said, but not Oliver job, if you know what I mean. And and then I think I got some of Tammy, a little contact high for Tammy's tequila, because then I looked back at him and I said, unless you decide to leave that skanky ass wife for me, because you are one good looking piece of man meat. And then I turned around and smashed off into the windowsill and stumbled down the, stumbled down the way onto the weirdest temp job I've ever done in my whole life. And so... Let that be a lesson to anybody. Don't do temp work. Begging on the streets is actually a little bit better. So that's it. That's my my temp story, my warning, my pain, your gain. There we go. From Jacoba, Texas, it's Scorpion Ranch. I'm coming at you with the Art of ADC podcast. Please come back. Please subscribe. And uh, if you want to order any of these books, because maybe, I don't know, maybe your uh, coffee table isn't level, these books come in great. 
slip it right underneath one of those legs. Perfect for that. You can order those books at my website, and that is uh, chicobratx.com. That's C-H-I-C-O-B-R-A-T-X dot com. So thanks so much. Until next time, my, my friends, my kids, my peeps. Kids still say that, right, peeps, right? Yeah. <laughs> Peace.